0: So here are the biggest questions when it comes to content marketing. Why does the content that gets tons of likes and comments does not make more money than the one with a few likes? And why do some influencers with more than 10,000 followers are still broke while the ones with a few hundreds only make a fortune? And how come the content that is so good still cannot convince people to buy what the simplest one can? Well, today, people are obsessed with the number of followers, likes and comments whenever they put out the content. And the truth is, those things are what makes people broke. So, how do these successful marketers create content that generates money? Those are the questions, and on this podcast, you'll find the answers. I'm your host, Ashraf, and you're listening to Content Marketing Hacks. Wow. Congratulations, uh, by the way, for getting Thank all these so amazing much. people in your show. Thank you. Yeah. So, uh, you know, you have all, you have all these amazing entrepreneurs and you have entrepreneurs who is doing Facebook marketing, who is doing the uh, six figure launch, who who is doing the high ticket offer, sending high ticket offer, right? Uh, and, uh, who exactly do you target actually? It's, it's kind of like, you know, it's, it's, it's not really, uh, clear to me because these are all people who has their own expertise and who uh, what kind of criteria that you that you pick in each one of them you, you know what i'm saying
1: yeah so are you talking about when i reach out to them for the interview is that what you mean
0: uh no uh, i mean like, how how did you choose your dream 100 list specifically
1: hmm okay so how I really yeah. built my Dream 100 list is I wanted to make sure what are the things that I really do or what are the things that are essential in the market and who are the people who are the best in, in that stuff. Because if you see my book, there are different uh, chapters, different topics, different experts. But if you notice one thing, everything yeah. is kind of like uh, interrelated with each other. Well, even So even though if you're doing affiliate marketing, you can do high ticket affiliate marketing. If you do affiliate marketing, you need to know how to do, uh, how to build good offers let's say if you're selling an affiliate product you have to understand let's say what's the content structure of it how to make content good content let's say if you are a product owner if you want to recruit affiliates you have to understand how to good uh, how to recruit good affiliates so everything is kind of related with each other and everything kind of is as well so i wanted to have a different aspect and a different people who are really good into it because everything is related to each other whatever you really do you know, even if you're a health market, mm-hmm. you need content, you need high ticket, uh, you know, sort of value ladder or sort of stuff. You need to have a process launch. You have to understand how to build your audience, how to turn that content into profit. So everything was related for me. So for my understanding out there, what I really thought about of building my dream 100, who are the people that is related to what I really do or what is related to what the market I am in? And let's focus on those people and build it as a list because there are people going to understand what I talk about and my people really know who they are or what they talk about. So that's how my criteria came up for my Dream 100 list. Even at the moment, I have like 80 to 90 people in my list, not complete 100. You don't need 100 people in your Dream 100. It could be 10, it could be 20 in the initial start. It could be 5 as well. But yeah, later on, you add on, add on, add on these people.
0: Wow, that's actually 80 is a pretty good list, you know? Uh, it's, it's pretty yeah. big. Yeah. It is. It is. Uh, it's
1: pretty big. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I personally only have like 30 to 40 <laughs> just to be a guest on my good. show, right? It's, and oh, it's,
1: it's still, still good, good, by wow. the way. Yeah. It is. <laughs> oh, like, here's the you. thing. Like, you, ha- you have to understand one thing. Like, even I have like 80 people in my dream 100 list. There are 55 of them I got on the show, you know? You know what uh-huh. I mean? Yeah. So uh, the rest of the people started to add gradually. You don't need to sit down and uh, list down all of your dream 100. There, there are going to be some people in your journey that you're going to realize that these are the people that are uh, worth to follow, worth to watch content, worth to build a relation. You have to understand what re- that particular relation is really worth. Uh, you know, So you have to understand the worth factor into
0: it. Yeah, uh-huh. I see uh, so, uh, I, I remember I read your book and, um, you know, the first chapter you talk about how you started with online marketing. You started selling, yeah. uh, OFA challenge and you, you, you got, uh, two months free of ClickFunnels, which is awesome. And, yeah. uh, and I remember you said you sold, uh, you gave, you know, you, you trade, uh, with, with a guy who, who was, you know, How, how do I say this? Okay. So you, the first commission you got was from OFA challenge, right? So you said that you trade, you trade a course, a free course, Facebook ads course with him, right?
1: Yeah. So let me, let me explain how that thing really happened. How that actually happened was uh, there was a guy who needed a Facebook ads course and I was in, you know, I was, I was, I was kind of in a kind of a mastermind or like a free mastermind or something like that. They provided me bonus offers. Now, bonuses that you can go in and provide as an offer when someone buys something from you. So it had an awesome Facebook ads course and uh, from a guy who already spent two to three million dollars on Facebook ads. So when that person needed the Mm -hmm. Facebook ads course, I was like, hey, man, I'm going to provide you this as a bonus for free, even though that's worth $500, which it was for when you buy one funnel away challenge from me. I -hmm. I was like, Okay, why pay 500 bucks? Let's get it for 100 bucks, kind of. You know, it was real. Wow. Awesome. It wasn't like <laughs> brag for having the value, of it, and it wasn't valued at that. It was valued yeah. at hundred dollars. So that very first commission, two hundred bucks. I was like out of the world. So yeah.
0: Okay. Wow, that's that's nice. And what what did you do with the one hundred at that
1: time? One hundred dollar at that time. What did you do with that? I haven't. I haven't spent anything at the moment because you know, cliffhounds take like forty five days. I had to give you your first commission. So within that Uh uh, typical period of time, it uh, I got like three sales in that exact same month. You know, it was $300. So when I got $300, finally, after like around 45 to 60 days in my bank, I was like, okay, the very first investment what I did, I got ClickFunnels now. I was like, okay, I have $300. I can probably can use ClickFunnels for almost like three months. Let's see. And uh, let's have a look and see like if ClickFunnels is going to work for me or not. And from ever since I'm using ClickFunnels, I'm paying for ClickFunnels every single month. So that was my very first investment I had in my mind using ClickFunnels. And I used it and I never stopped using it ever since.
0: Wow. 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 That's cool. That's cool. And, uh, all right. So, um, so I, you, you start with selling that, uh, course. Okay. And how, how did you get started with affiliate marketing? Because right now you have. I have a group of affiliate marketing right and and you're also teaching people how to dream 100 people so uh yeah. when when did you start affiliate marketing when did you start uh dream 100 which one did you start exactly
1: so i started you know in the initial start i started with ecom, you know and when i started in 2018 but in january when i yeah. got into sort of click funnel's world uh i was more attracted to affiliate marketing because i want. I was watching other people getting those orange bars, so I wanted to make an affiliate commission. I wanted to make money, and even I was when I got ClickFunnels for free for like two months. I was using ClickFunnels with an intention of promoting ClickFunnels as an affiliate and making my first commissions. So, I remember there was a time when I I, I ran a solo ad, and there was one of my really good friend. Now, uh, I reached out to him. I was like, "Man, I used solo ads. It didn't work for me." How can I make money? How can I run paid ads? I was super frustrated, super desperate because I wanted to make my first hundred dollars. He said to me one thing, which was mm-hmm. which now makes complete sense. Is like, man, you have to build a skill, then you build an audience to monetize that skill. Uh, he, like he said something similar to it, and I was like, hey man, you know, I was super frustrated. I was like, tell me the stuff. Even though that was harsh at that moment, it was fact. And later on, I started to understand those stuff. So I started doing a marketing. I still do it, by the way, but you know, I do stu- uh, I do other things as well, especially the Dream One Hundred stuff. But I started with affiliate marketing, especially, and then in twenty twenty last year, I started to teach Dream One Hundred, so kind of like almost, uh, yeah, kind of almost like more oh. than more than one year sort of a difference out there.
0: Wow, that's cool. Uh, I never, I never knew that. You know, in fact, I actually recently uh, just just know that you are also into the affiliate marketing. yeah that's that was cool yeah Yeah. so uh you know i want to know what what was what was the mistake that you made when you are dreaming dream 100 people
1: yeah so yeah for myself personally the mistakes that i really made is first of all for some people some people really are not your dream 100 you know what i mean you don't have to someone who have a big audience it doesn't mean it have to be in your dream 100 out there. The people who really align what you are about or what your understanding is should be your dream 100. You know, when you create your dream 100 list out there, you have to make sure you have to create a not to do dream 100 list as well. You know, when I started mm. to do show and I started to understand that, hey, I have my own authority, especially I have my own criteria now. But I, what are the people I need to get on my show? Even though if they're seven figure or eight figure 100, uh There are some people out there, I said, no, or uh, there are some people who I haven't reached out to them. Why? Because they're not my Dream 100 list. Not everyone is. Not everyone aligns how you think. Not everyone aligns how you talk about stuff. So you have to follow those people who aligns in your way where you want to lead to. Not everyone is going to be your Dream 100. So that was the very first mistake. Then I started to eliminate some people out there. I really did. I'm super glad that I really did that because they don't really care about you. Think about themselves. Think about what what money they make, and that's okay for them. But it's not just about money. You ha- you are here to make money. That's make that makes sense. But it's not just making money. It's not like that. Yeah. So uh, create a not to do dream one hundred list as well. Uh, create a list of people you really don't want to dream one hundred because there are so many influencers. You have to make sure who you follow. And uh, the second mistake that are really made is. Uh, again, that's the exact same thing. Sometimes when I, when I really started out, I was like asking right away for them to promote mm-hmm. something, something like that. You know, you don't have to do it right away. It happens with a certain moment, certain time, it really comes. So being, uh, good at at least timing, but do ask, you know, uh, I asked when, when I got a coaching call with Dana. I asked with him, uh, I asked with him to be on my show. Okay, so I asked Dan when I got in a coaching call with him to be on my show. When I asked, if I haven't asked him, he would have been the part of my show. He would have done that training in my master class, But I really asked and really know that he's, he is my dream 100. So understand who's your dream 100 is, understand who's not your dream 100 and understand what is the time where you have to ask any particular person. So these are the kind of mistakes that I really did. Now I'm like I know where to hold myself, where to ask myself. So yeah, that's the thing.
0: Okay. That's cool. Uh and I wanna know what what, what kind of mistakes that your students make, the, the students that purchase your Dream One Hundred master class, what, what kind of mistakes that you see that they did?
1: Yeah, so like for me being you know uh you know, I teach people how to do Dream One Hundred but using show itself. So now if I'm a host. And if I have done, like, so many interviews, I kind of have, like, host vibes. So even though if I get on any show, I know what that person really doing. Or I really know how that person is leading things to the flow. Or if that thing really going to make sense or not. So uh, one of the common mistakes with uh, some of the people who are the part of my masterclass do is they're not consistent. They know they have to. Like, even yeah. today, I was talking with some of my students and they were like, they literally said that, that we know that this works. You have to be more consistent with it. So they are not consistent in doing shows. <laughs> you know what I mean? doesn't matter what frequency mm-hmm. you, uh, you do. It doesn't matter if you do two a week, one a week, three times a week, once a month. I don't suggest once a month, but like once a week is a good number. But you have to stay consistent with it. That's how you create, uh, create existence. That's how people understand you have a show that exists. How people know about it that I have a show? Outside of what I do. It's because uh, I was consistent. I was doing consistently. So uh, that consistent part is something that they really lack. And I push them every single day. I was like, why are you really waiting? Because I want to be a person out there who really push them up to do that implementation part. Because I know if that thing works, I want to show them how this works. But I want to let them know, hey, you have to do the stuff. So, uh, yeah, I think being consistent is something that's huge that they, they really miss out. You know, and yeah, that's the thing there are some of my students who really got like some awesome guests on their show. They got Marley, they got Catherine, uh, they got Steve Uh You know, these are really good people on their show. Uh, it means that they've been, they've, they've been yeah. able to build some pretty good relations with them as well. The, one of my students also got Dave Woodward on his show as well. So, the next part comes on them building relation, and I can tell them how to do it, but they have to do it. Uh, it's their due diligence, you know? So, yeah, that's our kind of mistake that they really make. Mm-hmm. And I just, I let them know, hey, don't do it.
0: Oh, nice! And uh, all right. So, what what was your what is your advice to the people that doesn't have a show that wants to dream one hundred? Is there a better way to do that?
1: I suggest them build a show. That's the very first thing. And I kind of mm. proved that many times because how you can really uh, you know attract those people to even notice you? How that gonna really happen? It's going to happen. Okay. You're providing value that makes sense. But how that really happened that it's going to make sense for them to even like bother to spend the time with you. When you're doing an interview, you're really spending a time that you probably pay hundreds or even thousands, you know, in general. So when you're really spending that time, you're literally leveraging that thing out there as well. So some people who don't have a show or some people who have, uh, who kind of start out and do interview lives and just do interview lives and they don't name it as a show. First of all, name it as a show because that name creates your brand around your show itself and then do it in a frequency-based consistently and do it. If you don't do it, it's going to be like you do it one week and you know next week you don't do it and you have a cap for the next week. If you have the intention of doing it like every single week and you haven't done that, you're really missing that thing out. And if you understand that really Dream 100 is a thing, of how you can really leverage those relations because relations are the key. Social media are, again, sort of uh, go-and-go-on side of stuff. You know, I got Facebook's lab last year. I know how it feels like, and I always say Mm -hmm. that when you're on a platform and when you went out and people don't even uh, knew that you existed, you didn't have an audience. You build an audience, and how you build an audience is by uh, by any means, by your content or by your distribution channel, by your show. People have to feel when you get out of the stuff, they have to feel your existence. If they don't feel, you pretty much don't exist in the space right now, you know? So, yeah, that yeah. is what my take is. Build a show, name it as a show, do it consistently. That's really going to help. You're going to let me know about that as well, if you know how to do it.
0: Yeah, yeah. You you are the living proof of uh, publish for a year. You know the, the the quote that that quote yeah. published for, for you and come back to me and I don't remember the quote. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, you Russell, know person kind of, said, you know,
1: publish for three sixty five days and your life gonna change. You know that's what he said.
0: Yeah, okay, that thing. <laughs> wow, you you are the living proof of that. I I really applaud you for that. So to all listeners, please publish the show. Okay, make your make your own show or anything. Right, it's really crucial yeah. though. And yeah, and RJ is the living proof. Yeah. <laughs> so uh we are we are close to the end today. Uh what's your final takeaway that our listeners can really get from our chat here?
1: I think uh guys just yes, uh, don't compare yourself, okay? Don't compare. When you start to compare and your comparison kills your creativity, you have to think about that particular thing. Okay, even in this complete conversation we had, we talked about like so many entrepreneurs who are like seven, eight figures when you get into this particular circle, even though you're not making that much, you start to compare yourself with them, which you shouldn't, you know, or you're not supposed to. Those people who are making six figures a day, six figures a week, seven figures a month or seven figures a week, they have spent a lot of time. They have spent decades of doing their particular stuff. Uh, it's not rich, quick scheme. It's not happened like uh, the very next day. And if you're not getting motivated by watching someone else getting results, unfollow that person out of respect because you're not in a state of mind you're happy or motivated by watching someone else getting results you know so don't compare yeah. that's the biggest that's the last thing i want to say
0: yeah that's the hardest thing that uh you know that's the hardest thing to overcome because you know as yeah. as uh, most people start they they always see someone like you know they 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 always want to compare. And yeah. yeah, don't don't compare. How 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 do we uh make a mindset of not comparing ourselves?
1: I think uh here's the thing out there. I am not gonna say uh how you can uh because everyone faces everything every single day. Like I face it as well because they, um, when my circle grows I have to cope up with that. I have to make sure I focus on my stuff. So how I really do it? I, follow, I unfollow that monetary sort of stuff. People, income, screenshot, they they lambo. Make sure of another person. If I, if I have to watch that, uh, if I have to watch any of them content. I just go in and search. Remember, yeah, I go in and search uh, and watch their content. First of all, don't watch their content. And uh, second thing, try to get in your mind that those people are already in place. One of the biggest newbie mistakes they. Make, is they get into the space, they are watching other people making money, and they stumble why, they are before you, they have learned all those things that you need to learn, and now you have to learn and to do it, the last thing, uh, you are in your own journey, okay, someone in their 20s, someone in their 30s, someone in their 40s, even married yet, you know, some people are single, you are on your own journey, set your own goals, set your own expectations, that's how you really want to do it. So, these are typical three ways. I really try to do it on my own. Self. Hey, uh, let's say I'm thing something out there. They are probably some. No. Uh, wow. I have a show, some people don't even have it. I have those connections that so people don't even have. It. I have a book. Many people don't have it away. And the way you do it is acknowledging yourself where you are at the moment. You know? So, yeah. That's how I overcome.
0: Wow. Love that brother. So you have a book now and, uh, you know, who is this book for?
1: Yeah. The book, which is decades in days. I think it's a book for every entrepreneur who is starting out or are in the intermediate, uh, intermediate phase of building their business online. So the subtitle of the book itself says everything, you know, learn from decades of experience of successful entrepreneurs on how to build yourself and your business online. So it is for the people who are starting out or in the middle phase. One of the guy asked me a really good question. He said, "Will a ten million dollar per year person is a good fit uh, for reading this book?" I said, "Yes, kind of. Not every chapters, but there are guys like let's say Dave Burwer, There are guys like Shaker Hussain uh, who are making a lot of money and they know a lot of stuff. Uh, let's say even let's say for Dave Burrower, he's CEO of ClickFunnels. It's a billion dollar company, so he really knows yeah. uh, culture more. He really knows systems more. He really knows." how to like handle all of those things. So not every chapter of the book, but they can absolutely learn from the book itself.
0: Nice. Okay. So now that people know who is this for, how about who is this not for?
1: This is uh, not for, for the people who think they know everything.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> easy criteria. That's awesome.
1: I think, yeah, that's the easy criteria out there. Simple.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. All right. So, uh, RJ, uh, thank you for sharing your insights and ideas with us. Really happy to have you here.
1: Thank you so much, man. And yeah, thank you so much for having me on your show today. All
0: right. So, and for the listeners, I'll catch you another time. Bye bye. If you want to get people to buy your offer, no matter how much it costs, keep listening. The reason why entrepreneurs could not sell their offer is because they target the wrong customer. And even if they get it right, they still don't know how to sell it, right? So I put together an e-book, it shows you a step-by-step process on how to target the right customer, create a sales message to attract them and get them to buy your stuff. Amazing, right? So if this is something you're looking for, you can grab it at bit.ly forward slash perfect client ebook. Again, that's bit.ly forward slash perfect client ebook And if you don't know the spelling, the link is in the description below Grab it now